beast is making me What's time but a thing they kill or keep a fire or lose a living I gotta go faster, keep up the pace Just to stay in the human race I could go supersonic, the problem's chronic Tell me, does life exist beyond it? When I need to sate, I just accelerate Into oblivion Into oblivion Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Record Breakers. I'm Petey Rape, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my crew, my team of record viewers. We have Brett. Big money. Mm-hmm. We've got Drew. Hello. And we've got Patrick. I'm so much more comfortable behind a pop filter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, this week we have a guest. We have a good friend of ours. Of uh, pr- uh, returning guests, uh, we have none other than David Jeffrey Majors, aka DJM. How you doing, DJM? Ahoy, ahoy, PD Rave and Record Breaker team, and hello, Record Breakers listeners. Thanks for having me on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here, of course, to talk, gathered to talk about music, and Deej is here to provide the music for us this week. Uh, Deej, what do you got for us this week? This week, I have something from a group out of England that I recently discovered uh, that are called the Pioneers of the Gent genre of metal. Uh, The album is from 2013. The band is called Tesseract, and the album is Altered State. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go around the horn and talk about expectations. I'll start with Drew. What expectations did you have coming into this album? Well, coming into it, I knew pretty much only who we were dealing with, um, and that was uh, Mr. David here. And I knew that his style of music usually tends towards very um, sort of progressive metal, your very technical sort of stuff. So I knew that I was probably getting some uh, metal with a lot of uh, technical guitar work, a lot of cool drums, probably some... uh, tempo changes some time signature changes here and there and that's about what i knew mm-hmm. going into this or uh, what i expected going into expected, this yeah. i should say uh patrick what expectations did you have coming into this album uh kind of the same as drew tesseract is a little bit after my uh super prog metal years so i have not heard of them until uh djm threw them our way i figured it was going to be progressive metal or progressive metal one of the three or some level of combination of the two just knowing his taste in music and it also a band name like that kind of has that vibe mm-hmm. uh so that's about what i knew going in uh and brett what expectations did you have well i cheated i went to wikipedia and <laughs> i read the bloody disgusting uh gave it a five out of five saying their sophomore album uh Altered State, Tesseract have cemented themselves as one of the most captive, daring, and innovative bands today. Um, and uh, skip down to the end uh, of my notes here where it says uh, that New Noise Magazine gave the album five stars, saying that Altered State is not only a masterpiece of progressive metal, it is truly one of the greatest albums ever made, comma, period. Mm. Let's see after the break what my thoughts are on that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Deej, how how best would you describe this album music? What are the themes and elements that make this record up? Well, first of all, I just want to say to Brett, uh, Mr. Hibbity Bibbard, good sir, everyone knows that you never look at Wikipedia because everything on Wikipedia is a lie. So 
That was a swerve, number one. Uh, what I would describe this album is is probably all of the things that the other gentlemen said, but not quite in the in the same vein as the stereotypical progressive metal, say the Dream Theater, the Queensryche, the Fate's Warning, the Symphony X. Uh, like I said, the genre, quote-unquote, gent style of metal is one where a lot of people say Meshuggah is a major influence. And that is one that uh, a lot of people have compared Tesseract's music to. Uh, their first uh, work, One, and this one, Altered State, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew, what are the themes and elements that caught your attention? Um, well, doing my research on this album, I found that Altered States was the album that they said used pretty much solely the clean vocal. Um, it was all clean vocals throughout this. Bringing that one on, specifically knowing me, was probably a good choice because um, I'm really hit or miss on the sort of more growly, um, screaming sort of vocals. But the vocals here were really good, really on point. Um, had a lot of good swells, uh, really fun stuff. Um, besides that, good metal to me has a lot of depth to it. It should be sort of dense in a lot of areas. Um, and this was. It had a lot of interesting guitar parts. It had a lot of interesting drum parts. And there was times where I was sort of scared. Um, it would go into sort of a, a chugging guitar that's not really my taste. Um, and it never lingered on that, which was good. It allowed me to stay with it and stay through it. Um, but this was a really cool album overall, I think. It's sort of that album to me where it's like, it's not super aggressive. Like, it's not super hard. Um, it's not going to be the heaviest metal ever. Like, that's not what this album was for me. But it's one of those ones where you kind of, you put it on, you put some headphones on, you lay back and you just sort of, you just sort of groove on it. Yeah. And that's sort of what I did with this one. And it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree for sure. Uh, Patrick, what was your feeling on it? What, what, what did, what caught your attention? So, uh, DJM mentioned the band Meshuggah as sort of the, one of the pioneers of the gent thing, which is this essentially really detuned guitar and bass palm muted chug sound that they make. That sounds kind of like gent, I guess, by somebody's standards. Mm. I'm a huge Meshuggah fan. I adore them. I think they're one of the most fun metal bands out there, but I brought them on this show because everyone else hates screaming, but me, but I, I, and I knew there were other bands that sort of had a take on it, but I've never really heard anyone do something this different with it. This is like you put 50% Meshuga, 50% like dream theater style prog metal, where it's a lot more melodic and the vocals are, are really, you know, quote unquote pretty and slammed it together. And it kind of works. Um, the guitars, I, I love this style of guitar, this weird, like, you know, seven or eight string, super heavy string uh, guitar chuggy thing they do in crazy time signatures. Uh, the bass was allowed to be heard. I've This is the first time in forever I've heard a bass on a metal album. Usually the bass is just buried in the mix just to cover the low end, especially with how low guitars go now. But like here, like you can hear the bass, which is excellent. 
Uh, the drums are really good. Not quite the crazy Thomas Hake, you know, double kick runs where he's, you know, playing, you know, following the guitar parts, but it works really, really well and it fits the music and it goes places. It does different things. It's way more melodic. It, it's, um, it's able to even get pretty at times, which Meshuggah really doesn't do. Uh, and the vocals are, are probably my, my only sort of not favorite thing. Cause I think they're a little too James LeBray for me. And that's always been my beef with dream theater is I, I, the guy's a great vocalist. He can sing. It just, I want something a little more aggressive. And uh, there were some moments where that happened where he's, you know, where it was a little more of that, but kind of too much on the pretty side for me, but overall pretty good. Oh, understandable. Uh, Brett, what did you think? Um, I didn't notice until I looked it up later uh, on on the drums. There were no live drums used in the recording of this album. Um, they were they were all uh, programmed in, um, but which that take that as it is. I didn't notice by hearing it because you know there it's it, it's it's not something that I'm I'm not a a drummer by ear. Drum kit um, from hell strikes again. Uh, it was, I think it was something else. It was like a Yamaha. Uh, well, that was, deal. they, they did some parts. He played on that, but playing the samples, which were almost, which were from easy drummer, probably drum kit from hell by the sounds of it. It sounds a lot like a Meshuggah records drums. Uh, which, which I, I have no have problem with people. It sounded good. I have no I, problem I didn't with people not having drummers. Trust me. Um, cause I've <laughs> never had a drummer, but, but that's more me than anyone else. Uh, but uh, okay, let, let's get down to like brass tacks here. Uh, there was some flourish on the on the vocals. Uh, normally, uh, only seen uh, by punching up the Star Spangled Banner. Um, there, there's like it was doing some stuff and it was coming back home, but it was very flourishy. Um, kind of, you know, maybe over singing. Um, if I if I were to give my opinion on it. Um, that is a very, very large part of this album is the vocals, the vocal styling. If you can't get past the vocals from the get-go, you're going to have some trouble because um, there's a lot of it. Um, they, they also have this thing. I don't have a name for it, um, but it's where uh, a guitar will just be like they'll, they'll cut to like a bridge of a song. And all of a sudden it'll be like strum, strum, like a clear, clean guitar strumming. And then it slightly gets more, uh, more, uh, broken up when they hit the strings harder. But then there's like another guitar going like hitting like three random notes. Uh, all while the drums are over in left field doing something completely else. Um, that, that's a, that's a, that's a thing. Um, yes. That, the, that is, <laughs> that is a thing that is known as, that, that is very much a trope of the gent. Subgenre. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. I don't know what it's called, but there's a lot of that. Um, <laughs> uh, there is that with a side of fucking beans. Um, and uh, there are a lot of herky jerky meter and time on this album, which you would expect. It's the genre tells you what it's what it's doing, but it it, it does have that droning guitar and the bass. Yes, you can hear the bass drone along too. It's so you get double the droning um, for for half the price. Um, they, there are some parts where it feels like the drums and the guitars have switched places, um, where the drums are doing the melody and the, uh, guitars are doing the, the, the percussion. They're, they're holding the beat. Um, it's very, very weird. Um, finally, I'm surprised nobody's brought this up. I'm disappointed in each and every single one of you. 
There is heavy metal saxophone. Yes. I swear yes. to God, there, yes. I have never Fuck seen heavy you. metal. I was going to bring that up when yes. I was describing songs. Literally <laughs> in my notes. Damn it. Heavy metal saxophone. Guys. Yes. 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 <laughs> You can was, see it in IMAX in real 6D. There you go. I was so happy when Petey went with me first because I knew it was going to be me first on the goddamn like <laughs> song picks. And then I would be able to talk about Kawabai Yao or whatever the fuck it is and how it just hit you in the face with saxophone for no apparent reason. <laughs> Well, it was awesome. Yeah. I don't get to do that now. You ruined it. I'll make it up for you. I'll make it up to you. Uh, uh, actually, uh, until we sum up, uh, because I really didn't have, like, I can't pull things out of this album other than heavy metal saxophone for the remainder of songs uh, of, of note. Uh, I yield my, the balance of my time to the floor, Mr. Speaker. I want to hear what these guys have to say. Yes. Uh, David. What would be some of the key tracks, and what would be some of your favorite songs on this album? Uh, it would some of the, my favorite tracks on the album start with the first, the opener of Matter Proxy, uh, because I really enjoy the the vocals all throughout this song, and I just want to really point out when I first heard this album, uh, and it, not knowing Tesseract fully. I was really blown away by the vocalist Ash O'Hara. And I started looking at some of his other work, and he's quite the singer. Notice I say singer, not vocalist. And I say that for emphasis. And he is, I, I would go, he might be the best metal voice that I have heard in maybe four or five years. He is absolutely wonderful and uh, for me the first track of matter proxy where his voice is on display is a highlight also uh the song uh, of mind has nocturne which is one that that i really enjoy because it has a really great kind of second section that i really enjoy and uh, also there is a, a part inside of of reality called palingenesis that i really enjoy yeah, yeah, because that's a, the interesting part of breaking this down. Because it's it's like a like a, we've seen it with uh, another trope uh, with uh, within the prog metal genre the uh, the chapters and sub chapters thing the movements the, the movements uh, the musical movements with the chapters and the whatnot uh, is is very much present in this album. Uh, Drew, what would be some of the key tracks for you? Well, um, I'm going to, like you said, there's the, the movements of matter of mind, of reality and of energy. Um, and I'm just going to break down. Um, I'm going to push those aside and just analyze it uh, sort of song by song. Uh, Proxy, it's the first track. You sort of have to mention it, but because of that breaking up that we just talked about, um, it's a little bit weird because going into it, you sort of know that's how it's broken up. So the first track doesn't automatically say to you like, this is what the whole thing is going to be because an act could just change like everything in an act could change. Um, and it did, and it played with that really, really well, but it still has to do the first track thing of getting you into the album and like sort of planting your butt down and saying, okay, you're going to listen to this and you're going to want to listen to this. Um, and it did that for me. Um, it isn't going to be a brute force album. And the beginning of the track tells you that. And then like, as it goes into 110 where it sort of starts to get that heavier guitar. It lets it build around itself. It lets it start getting that sort of dense um, 
musicality that I mentioned that metal is so good at doing before. Um, then I'll go with Embers. I'm going to skip over uh, to the last track. And an album like this, um, I feel like it should be like a fireworks display. There's a lot of dense stuff happening. There's a lot of cool things going on uh, musically. But the last five minutes of a fireworks display, it should be a little bit quiet, let you know that the end is sort of coming. And then everything hits. And then it sort of quiets down again as everybody packs up their things and goes on. Um, and that's what, to me, happened here. It it lets you sort of build back up and be like, okay, this is this is going to be sort of where we're going with this. And then it hits you with a lot right in the middle of the song. And then the sax sort of lets you go out. The sax that you didn't hear until, uh, what is it, Kaliba Yao, I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce those words because I'm Kalima. white. Um, right. Like, I feel like Indiana Jones. Um, like 40 minutes it, into the album. Like, well right. into the album. Right. Yeah, it like, right it's track eight, guys. <laughs> there has been no saxophone. No thought of a saxophone. And then a two-minute song, eight tracks into this album, goes, hey, guess what? We're going to have, like, 30 minutes of what you heard, and then we're going to do ridiculous sax solo for, like, a minute and a half. And it's like, it was a great sax solo. It was awesome. I love Prague so much. The sax was (laughs) so on point. But it was such a blind side to your face. It was great. I'm a sucker for horns. I think we all know that by now. We've done how many episodes? This is what, 87, 88, something like that? We know. I'm a sucker for horns. I get it. And that came on, and I'm like, all right, all right, DJM, you got me. I think I might have something else for you, Drew. I think I might have something else for you. We'll we'll talk after the show. We'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, and it's also, uh, looked, I, 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 I looked it up according to Wikipedia. Kalabiao is, uh, from the Kalabiao manifold, also known as Kalabiao space. It is a special type of manifold that is described in certain branches of mathematics, such as algebraic geometry. Um, it's, it's in like six dimensions. Uh, I have a math degree and that's like so far out of my comfort zone. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of math. Yeah, Tesseract as a name, there's, there's a Tesseract a, is a, a four-dimensional figure of a certain kind of them. I, I yes. don't know why I'm I'm not surprised. It's also Green an infinity theory, stone, uh, but that's theory. beside the point. Uh, Patrick, what are some of the key tracks for you? What are some of the key movements? Uh, so I'm going to take a whole quote-unquote movement thing together uh, of mind, uh, Nocturne and Exile. This is sort of for me where I found like my happy place with them. It was a little bit more metal. It was a little heavier. Uh, it, it had like the, the gent guitar thing that I love. And I, it, I like, really love the chorus in Nocturne. The chorus yeah. on this one is absolutely. And, and the, the vocals on this one, you get, you get him singing a little harder and it works better. Like my, my prog metal singer of, of choices, Russell Allen from symphony X who like yell, he, he does not scream. He sings the pain off the walls. Like he just, he has power and that's what he does. And like, this was getting a little bit more of that aggression that I like. And then exile just had a really good ebb and flow to it. And, you know, you get to hear the bass, which I, I, I'm a sucker for hearing bass in albums, even though I'm like the world's worst bass player. 
it's just it's nice when it doesn't get buried in the mix because it it is kind of a cool instrument. Yeah, you so don't you don't, those, you don't get the murder face treatment. That's always nice. Uh, yeah, and, and lots lots and lots of sax. I mean that that was totally like I'm I'm like sitting there I'm typing notes and I'm just oh and holy shit what the fuck is going on? That is how it I hits you and it's the best thing about it. It's it comes out of nowhere and you listen to it and it's perfect for that song. Uh, and of course, uh, Brett, I know you yielded the, much of the floor for key tracks. Uh, do you have something you want to throw out there? Uh, Cal Yao and, uh, and Embers both have uh, heavy metal saxophone. I don't know if you know this. Yes. They have a saxophone in the song. Um, go listen to those tracks. Um, if you listen to the entire album all the way up until a saxophone happens, uh, you might have the experience like me where you just start giggling because uh, it's hilarious. Uh, but other than that, uh, listen to the album. It's uh, it's all the things that these guys said and then some. Uh, it's up to you to figure out whether this is one of the greatest albums ever recorded. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I send your emails to uh, PD at. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and we can go back around the horn and ask Drew. What are your overthoughts, overall thoughts on uh, the album, or your overthoughts? My overthoughts, my Overwatch overthoughts. Um, no. As I've as I've sort of stated before, whenever we get into metal, I am sort of picky uh, with my metal. Um, I like very weird things about metal, and I I know that I'm not a metalhead, but like when I get into metal, there is certain things I love to hear, and this hit a bunch of those for me. Um, a lot of these songs, I could put them in my metal playlist and I wouldn't really miss a beat, uh, too much except for like Kaliba, Yao and, uh, the end and whatever, like embers and stuff. But uh, most of it, like I wouldn't, you wouldn't really miss a beat. And then it would, uh, and then sex, God, the boss. Um, but overall, um, Swagger touched on this a couple of times. Uh, when talking about the bass and the mix, I think the mix was very, very, very well done. And it was actually done by one of the members of the band. Um, and with um, something as sort of instrument dense as this could get at certain points and sound dense as this could get, it can be very hard to mix an album well that sounds really good on anything you put it on. Um, and I put this record on in my car's cheap stock Sebring flipping speakers. I put them on a pair of cheap speakers in my room here and I put them in my good headphones and it worked on all of them and it worked well and it opens up with good stuff, but it doesn't get lost with the bad equipment. So it's like it works everywhere. And that just is quality mixing, quality playing and knowing what you're aiming for. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Patrick, what are your overall thoughts on the album? Uh, prog metal is a pretty dense genre. There's a lot going on there. And I feel like there's either bands sound like no one else or they sound like everyone else. And these guys are firmly in the sound like no one else category. They, they take little bits and pieces of other, of other bits of the genre, but they have their own unique sort of, sort of vibe. And that, that I think is the big reason to listen to this is just it's new to me. Like this is different than you know anything I've heard, and and there's heavy metal sax. I mean, who can complain <laughs> about that? Uh, if if you like the really really talented male singer 
prog guy, uh, this guy's good at it. I mean, he he does that that sort of that sort of style really well. Uh, this is probably the least guitar centric metal album I've listened to. Not that the guitars aren't there, and not that they're not played well, but there's there's very few crazy insane solos. Uh, but but that's kind of okay. It's different. It's it's very much. Um, it's very much about sort of the ebb and the flow and the, the general feeling of the music, which is cool. So, yeah, go listen to it. Yes, go listen to it. Uh, Brett, last thoughts, overall thoughts on the album. Uh, if you're into music uh, that might not be conducive to foot tapping, but will take you up and down on its own damn schedule, uh, this is, uh, I, I guess, if you, if you enjoy ambiance over melody... Um, if you want 80s police drama saxophone over frantic drumming, this is the only place I will point you. Um, but uh, I can't go for that. Oh, no. No can do. Um, sorry, Deej. I love you. I really do. That's all right, Brett. I, I, I love I you so you. much, buddy. But Brett, I understand you like to shake your groove thing. I get it. I understand. I, I, I'm a fan of progressive rock. Just take it to 1970 uh, and and forward to and, about and 1984. And, and I'm make very the three much, And I'm very much in the year 2015. Or and you know what? You're allowed to do that. I, and that's okay. I, I, that's, that's that's fine. You're technically able to do that. Um, <laughs> Yes, technically. Yes. That's all these guys do. They're very. And we technical. laugh, and we laugh and, for no reason that any audio, any listener will understand. <laughs> but you know, I, I I understand that somebody poured their heart into this album. I know that somebody worked really hard to make it sound the way that it sounds, and wouldn't have spit it out, being the person who produced it themselves. Um, you know, wouldn't have sent out something that they didn't want everybody to hear. I'm just not into it i'm sorry you know some people prefer you know ginger some like marianne some people like the professor um and that's I'm okay just, and that know. is all right yeah, yeah i've i love you teach oh <laughs> uh, right, yeah right? as the kids say i ain't mad at you yeah. Uh, yeah, and I will say that I, I loved this album every listen that, that I put it through, uh, and it just put me on such a cool, rad, fun journey uh, without actually being journey. Uh, uh, it put me on a fun adventure all throughout the album and did a lot of really cool things. Uh, and it was just a really cool album. Uh, Deej, final thoughts, overall thoughts. First of all, one of the things that I really took away from listening to Altered State was the vocals and their singer, who I, once I was done, I made sure to check out. So I'm going to give a, a shameless plug to anyone that likes Tesseract's Altered State to the singer Ash, his other band, Voices from the Fuselage. Uh, they just released an album called Odyssey. And he, he's all over that album. It is not as, I'm going to use your guys' word, it is not as dense, air quotes, as Tesseract, but it is still very much in that universe. Mm -hmm. uh, what I got from Altered State was one of the things that I find a lot with metal is that there is almost this conscious shying away from melody and trying to do things that can be 
beautiful. And when I heard Altered State, I heard a band that decided, hey, we're going to make something really melodic, really atmospheric, and at times beautiful, while still really pounding out some great riffs and some really freaky metal time signatures. We're going to do all of it. We're going to do all of it. And we're going to throw it all in, and we're going to make a great little album. And you know what? Just for good measure, we're going to make everybody's heads explode with some saxophone, too. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And then, and then they did a and crotch chop at the end when they said that. Th- this PD is my insomnia going running at 5 in the morning album. Yes. This is what I put on when I go running every day. And I'm still not tired of it. I, I absolutely love it. I, f- I feel like I discover something new every time I listen, whether it's uh, a bass line that I didn't quite hear before or a vocal line that I rediscover an appreciation for. Uh, there is something about this album with every listen that I enjoy more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, just that kind of album. Um, and that's all that there is to say. I guess, about Tesseract and Altered State. Uh, now we get into our main event of the evening, what we'd always like to wait for, one of our finer moments, our gimmick, our shtick, uh, here at the Record Breakers uh, compound uh, headquarters. Uh, our haiku reviews. Uh, let's go around horns to the SR haiku reviews. Let's go with the same order. Drew, what is your haiku? Let myself get lost with thoughtful and heavy depth. Fucking sax solo. <laughs> uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? Proggy gent metal. Unique in a wide genre. Worth more of my time. Mm-hmm. Brett, what is your haiku? Some powerful stuff. All kinds of stuff going on. I don't hold with it. <laughs> uh, I'll go ahead and do my haiku. Beautifully beautifully dense. Without overwhelming you. You're soaking in it. Uh, and of course, last but not least. DJM, what is your haiku? Altered State was nice. Ash O'Hara is a star. Metal needs this sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is concludes our thoughts on Tesseract. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed our thoughts. Hope everyone goes out to listen to it. It's going to be available on our Spotify playlist. Uh, you can play Record Breakers at Home Game. Listen to, along with us. Uh, that On that playlist will also be next week's uh, album which is my album. Uh, it's going to be The Solutions. Uh, we're doing Korean India again uh, with their album, their most recent album, Movements. Uh, speaking of movements, uh, it's going to be interesting to talk about that. Uh, but that's You don't want to take a movement listening to that album. Not at all. You heard it here first. Poop. Uh, that's next week. This is this week. You can find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the Swagger. Brett is at HibbityBibbert, H-I-B-B-I-T-Y-B-I-B-B-A-R-D. Drew is at X2SuperX. I'm at PD Rave. DJM is at Just Call Me DJM. 
It's like a, it's like a fish called Wanda. You say the whole thing, or like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. Uh, DeltaGLAMike.com for all his things. Uh, break for record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Record breakers on Twitter. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com. iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube.com slash TV for all the things. Uh, that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Toodaloo, y'all. I'm going to go uh, watch, listen to some tribe, watch some fish. You're the plague within my dreams. Soaring through an atmosphere of matter fed lack of strength and we're responsible the truth is that I'm willing to you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> is that a song from like Life with Louie? Um, <laughs> no, that's from Of, of Mind Nocturne. Yes, I, I'm, I'm aware. All right. And it will be set to the to the fine steel guitar work of uh, Matthew Squiggles Walton. <laughs> I like how his middle name is now Squiggles. Yes. <laughs> Squiggles McGee. Matthew Squiggles Walton.